beautiful people. Here we are at it again. Episode 12 of Cell Speaks Podcast. You know, I don't know if I told you guys, but my goal is to make it to episode 52. That means I knew that each day I showed up and I gave an episode for a whole year. And then once we do that, we're going to keep on going. Listen, I hope you guys have really been enjoying this podcast, really been getting some valuable content from it. Um, so, you know, right before we get into it, I'm going to ask you guys, if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. Share this with five of your friends right now. Just hit share and you can message it to your group chat. You can message it to your homies and then leave a review if you haven't done it already. Not just the stars, but like write something, you know, so other people who checking out the podcast can see like, oh, yeah, you know, I've been listening to Cell Speaks podcast and it's changed my life and you know, all that fun stuff. And listen, um, I'm doing a contest. So for those of you guys who've been following me on my social media, um, on my Cells JP or my Cells Speaks, you'll know that lately I've really been um, on a mission to sell a hundred of my books, uh, Purity for the Mind, Body, and Soul. It's a 21-day purity fast designed to help you grow closer to God, understand what true purity is, but it tackles a lot of the issues that we deal with in our generation, in our demographic, when it comes to like, you know, lust, sex, um, sexual purity, you know, dealing with vices. And it really gives a lot of great tips and a lot of great methods to, you know, overcome and kind of get control of these things. And so I've been selling, I think so far we're at 23 books sold since last week. So I got 77 more to go, but I've had people who bought multiple copies and they say, Hey man, do a contest. And you know, the, whoever wins can get a free copy of the book. So that's exactly what I'm doing. So I'm extending it to my podcast listeners. All right. And the contest is share the podcast with 10 people, screenshot it, send it to me. You can send it to me on my Instagram, either sells S E L Z J P or sells speaks S E L Z speaks S P E A K S if you needed it. Um, and then once you show me that I see you sent it to 10 people, all right, the podcast to 10 people, then I will, you're going to send me your address and I will send you a free copy of the book. You don't have to worry about shipping and handling. I'll take care of all of that and it will be signed and personalized by yours truly. So let us get into today's topic. I did a, a little poll on my Instagram and it was either between, you know, how to really change your life and change things about you or how to deal and handle distractions. Overwhelmingly, the amount of people went with distractions. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So, you know, getting into it, right, this is something that I've personally dealt with and still deal with to this day. You know, it's it's a never ending battle of, of growth that we have as human beings. And every day it's a new battle. Um, and distractions is definitely one of them. Like it's it's that thing that, you know, you should be doing something else, but it's just always pulling your time and attention away. And it becomes so frustrating because like, you know, hours go by, days go by. And it's like your attention has been somewhere else where you should have been focused. I've seen people lose so much from their families to their careers because you entertain distractions. And so that leads me to first, let's define what distractions is. You know, I always try to start with a definition. So we're all on the same page. Distractions are the things that prevent you from giving your full attention to something, right? A distraction is something that is preventing you 
from giving your full attention to something. So for example, if I wanted to look at the wall and focus and give my full attention to the wall, I can't do that now because that's a painting. And you know, sometimes some distractions are good. Like for example, if I don't want to just look at the wall, I do get paintings and the paintings now distract you from the fact that this is just this big empty wall and I'm just putting things there. Um, maybe, you know, there are, uh, um, like a cousin of mine, he punched a hole in, uh, one of his, one of our, uh, uh, drawers, right? <laughs> so <laughs> what we did was we took his picture and put it over the hole and now would be considered a distraction because now you can't focus on what's really there. So a distraction is anything that is preventing you from giving your full focus to something. So you can have distractions that are preventing you from focusing on your, your partner, distractions that are preventing you from focusing on your schoolwork. Whatever your full focus should be on or wants to be on, anything pulling it away is considered distraction. Even if, for example, you're playing video games, you're focused on the game and then, you know, your child starts crying. That's a distraction, right? It's it's diverting your attention from one thing to something else, which now diminishes your reception of information or execution of a task. Right. So to simply say that distracting is taking away your focus. So it's hindering your ability to do something or your ability to observe something. Right. And the funny thing is that when it comes to distractions, a lot of us live in denial because we feel right. You know, we feel like human beings can multitask. You know, I mean, I'm doing two things at once, but contrary to popular belief, and this is scientifically proven, human beings cannot multitask. We don't multitask. What we actually do is we go back and forth between tasks quickly. So it's like, you know, when you're texting and driving, which you should never do, and I don't promote that, even though, you know, this is the pot calling the kettle black. I'm working on it, guys. What's really going on is you're driving, then you're texting, then you're driving, then you're texting, and you're just going back and forth between these two activities extremely quickly. But it's not that it's not that you're driving and texting. You're either driving or texting. And the problem is now when you start to entertain these little things, right? You're 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 you have no focus. So where you all your focus should be on driving. Because you're allowing the distraction of your phone to pull your attention away, now your driving becomes hindered. Then you go to your phone, where now you put your focus on your phone, but you're like, oh yeah, I'm driving. So it's like, now driving, quote unquote, becomes a distraction when that's what should have been your full focus anyway. And the reality is, is when you're doing things like that, you're not doing either thing at the best of your ability. You're doing both of them at a very diminished ability, which is why... That's one of the leading causes of distraction uh, to accidents. And also, too, when we tend to be doing two things at once, like, you know, you're cooking and trying to text, driving and trying to text, your texts tend to be crazy and you're saying things that you probably didn't mean to say. Why? Because you cannot give it your full attention. So the reality is when you're distracted, right, you're you're hindering whatever it is you actually were trying to do. So. I want us to kind of really think about that for a second, because a lot of us use distractions as pacifiers. It's like, oh, my gosh, the schoolwork is so boring. I don't feel like doing it, da, 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 whatever, whatever. And now, oh, social media, not realizing your attention has now been pulled away from what you should be doing. Your attention is focused on something else. But now what you want to do, what you actually wanted or needed to do is now being hindered. Distractions hinder 
what you should be focused on. And I need you guys to really understand that because for a lot of people, distractions is the reason why we cannot be, we can't grow. It's like, okay, you say, all right, I'm going to work out today and I'm going to start working on getting my body right. But when you actually work out, you're so caught up in, in a thousand and one things, you're never really focusing on your workout. And, and I'll say this, right? Not all distractions are bad because remember, sometimes it's good that our focus is taken away from something. Example, when we're going to the doctor, right? And, our doc, and the doctor comes and he's about to give you a needle. What they do with kids is they have a toy or something like that to what? Take your attention away from the fact that I have this giant needle in my hand. And while you're happy and laughing, I put the needle in real quick. And then before you even know what happened, you're good. And how does that happen? Distractions. So I don't want to say all distractions are bad. But just understand it's pulling your attention away. So even in the case of working out, when you're caught up in, oh, my goodness, the pain is so much. My body hurts. Oh, I'm this, this, I'm that. Well, there's ways to distract you from the pain. It's like I've um, like, for example, when you're on a treadmill and you're watching your favorite TV show, you could be on that treadmill for 30 minutes. Easy running. No problem, because you have something that's allowing you not to focus on the pain, on the discomfort. And you're using this thing to kind of just you're caught up in the show. So distractions is neither good nor bad. They become good or bad depending on how they're used. If you can't control your distractions, your distractions, there's no there's no science or, or intention behind it. That's when it becomes a problem. But when it becomes a tool that you use for your advantage, oh, it's perfect. It's perfect now. You know, what I mean, if if you say to yourself, you know, what I mean, um, I don't know. Again, we just I'll stick with that same um, uh, concept of working out, you know, what I mean, or whenever you're doing something you really don't feel like doing, like, let's say, you know, somebody's like, hey, I need you to go and clean the car or I need you to go and, and, and sweep up this vomit. If you keep focusing on the fact that, oh, my gosh, I got to clean this vomit, da, 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 it's going to be so much worse. But if you find a way to distract yourself, you turn it into a game, you sing while you clean, you you create something that pulls your attention away from tasks you don't want to do it works so the beauty is we you we can use distractions to help us when we really don't want to focus on the task in front of us so it makes it easier to do right or bearable let's use it that way it makes it bearable to do and we can use distract and we avoid distractions when they're pulling us away from what we should do right so i'm say it again you can use a distraction to help you deal with something you really don't want to do, but you have to do, and you remove distractions when you don't want it to pull you away from what you should be focused on. So to simplify it, when you need to be focused on something and you want to be focused on it, remove the distractions. When you don't really want to be focused on something and really, really think about something, put your distractions in. You know what I mean? And it's it's such a fine line because distractions also opens the door to like escapism. You know what I mean? You don't want to deal with what's going on in front of you. So you're just looking for something to deal with your current present state of mind. It's like, you know, you just got into a breakup. You find someone else to take your attention away from the fact that you just got your heart broken. Or, you know, you, you, you just had a, a, a big, the, the examples can go endless. You know I mean? I don't want to just sit there and give example, example. I want to kind of keep moving forward, but you understand it. So use it when you really don't want to be focused on something you have to do, but you just really don't want to be caught up in like 
the nuances and details and it's like you know i need to get this shot but i'm terrified of shot so if i look at something else i'll be able to deal with this better and remove it when you know hey i gotta do this paper i can't have any distractions they can work for you if you control them you don't make them work for you it's just gonna you know what I mean? it's just gonna mess you up so to kind of keep moving forward it's like okay if we know that distractions for the most part can be hindrances when not controlled it's like we know for the most part how they work it's like okay why do we still fall into it like why do we still get distracted you know, it's like you know you'll be in front of a musician uh, a magician and he'll hold up the coin and you know what he's gonna do to a point but it's like we still kind of fall for the same trick where our attention is pulled away in one direction while he's doing a trick in another and it's like why do we get distracted? Why is it that when you are doing your schoolwork, you fall into social media? Why is it that when you are driving, you start entertaining your 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 phone? Why is it that when you are in immense pain, you you get that thing that pulls your attention away from it? Why do we do that? It's kind of simple. It's it's one thing that I love to do. I love in anything that I'm doing to understand the psychology behind it, meaning the thoughts. Why does this work? What is the the thoughts of the people as this is happening? So like when I play piano, for example, I try to understand and figure out, okay, how will people's minds receive what I'm doing? Like, how are they going to think? How are they going to feel? And I try to anticipate that. And I do what I'm doing based on how best I can anticipate or understand the psychology of people, right? And magicians do do the same thing what they do is they understand how people's minds work so because they know what your focus will be on that's how they know how to divert your focus or pull your focus away so in that same respect we have to understand the psychology behind our actions why is it that things are able to pull our attention away why are we able to get distracted it's like think about this when you're texting and driving right it's not so much that you don't want to drive It's that the impulse that you must answer your phone, the urge that you have to look at your phone is just much greater. So it's like you look at it as like, I have to respond to that text. That feeling that I must respond to the text, I must look at my phone becomes the all important feeling that supersedes the fact that you should be driving. You know, you should be driving. You've been taught you should be driving. You've heard it everywhere. But texting becomes so important to you that feeling that you have to text becomes so important that driving is not as important and that's what allows you now to be distracted so like for example when we look at horses if you ever heard the term horse blinders they put blinders on horses which basically things that don't allow the horse to see left or right and they can only see what's in front of them because that's what keeps the horse focused on its course the blinders eliminate any distractions that could allow the horse to go off task, right? And so that's what you, that's what we sometimes need as people because we can't stay on task if we don't necessarily implement blinders, right? It's like even me right now doing this podcast, I'm kind of checking out stocks every, you know, few minutes or whatever, but I'm acknowledging and I know like this is distraction. It's it will, if I pay too much attention to it, it's going to hinder my ability to do this podcast properly, right? So if I really want to focus on my current task, I got to add blinders. So, so, so using that same example of understanding why, why, even while I'm doing something, why would I entertain something else? It's because I feel 
I feel like this other thing is so important. Like, I really, really need to do it now. You're writing a paper and boom, you know, um, social media blowing up. Oh, such and such just broke up with somebody else. Oh, such and such has sent out a crazy video. And it becomes this amazing, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I got to be a part of it. And you throw away what you should be doing to the curbside, right? And what we need to do is become a part of that process where we're delegating. Is this worth my time? Is this worth my attention? So if I'm playing video games and my son starts crying, my son is way more important. And so in essence, that's a distraction that no, 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 no. I'm perfectly okay with my attention and my focus being pulled away from these video games because he was my always my number one priority. But if I should be producing a song and I'm sitting there watching NBA free agency, NBA free agency is the distraction. Now, when I'm able to delegate and I'm able to decide and I've come to the place of control where I can choose like, okay, this is what I will allow as a distraction. This is what I won't allow. Then now you start to become more in control of your life and more in control of what you're doing. And that's really the purpose of this podcast. I want to help you guys gain more control and understand something. Video games, um, TV shows, Netflix, all these things. They're not distractions if they're planned. If you plan like, oh, I'm about to watch this movie. Like you never go to the movies and be like, oh, I'm so distracted right now. No, because you usually plan to go to the movies. But in the world that we live in right now, there is just so much distraction. Yo, you have TikTok. I don't even have a TikTok. One day randomly, I just saw like this viral TikTok video and then it suggested another and another and another and another. And that's how all social media works. Shout out to Social Dilemma. You guys should watch it if you can. But that's how it all works. And all, what is it all done to do? Distract you. Pull your attention. Pull your attention. Everything is always pulling your attention, which is why it makes people so limited in their ability to focus. And the reality is, is you can't get great. You can't get good at what you're doing if you cannot focus. And we live in a world that does everything to pull our focus. Everything wants your attention. So it's like we... We're, we're, we're supposed to be doing something, but everything in this world around us is doing everything in its power to pull our attention from us. So it's like, that's, that's just when we're dealing with distractions coming from us, but then we do it to ourselves because when we don't feel like doing something, don't feel like writing that paper, don't feel like working out. We look for distractions as something else to do, even though we have something to do. So it's like, you have something to do but you want to just do something else so it makes you feel like you're doing something when you're really not doing anything at all. You're just wasting time. So if you if you really want to start to change this and you really want to start overcoming distractions and choosing what you will be distracted by and choosing what you won't be distracted by, well, it starts with just accepting certain things and making decisions, right? And that's where discipline comes in. So I'll use the example of driving and texting, right? You have to first accept and commit that driving is way more important than texting, right? So it's like if I were to use myself as an example, I have to decide and commit that this podcast is way more important than checking out my stocks and seeing how my stocks are doing. And once I make that, once I make that decision, I just have to stick to it. That means that, listen, what's in front of me is the most important thing in front of me right now. I'll use the example of like family time. You know what I mean? When you're with your family or you, you're with your partner and you're talking to them, your phone may go up. Most of the time your phone is going off. 
But if you have made the decision beforehand that, listen, my partner, this quality time that I'm sharing, that I'm spending is more important than anything else. You now set the tone for your mind to understand, hold on, all of our attention and focus should be on what's right in front of us. That's where our focus needs to be. And so once you make that decision that you need to focus on exactly what's in front of you and that is the most important thing, then the second thing needs to happen. So you've now taught your mind, focus on what's in front of you. Everything else is not important. So now what happens is when you're writing that two, three page paper, okay, when when the text about, oh, how such and such celebrity did such and such thing. It's not important because what's important in front of you is the most important thing. Where your focus is, is now the most important thing. So anything coming at you left and right, you've made a decision that, look, what's in front of me is what I need to be focused on. But the second thing now, and this is the thing that most people kind of fall short on, and this comes with any habit or vice. Once you make the decision, your mind is good, like your mind is right, and you just kind of reinforce that decision. But the problem is you've built up a habit, right? So, yes, you have now created the mindset mindset shift where you're thinking differently. But what you don't realize is, is that you've done certain actions so much that they've become on they're on auto they don't ah, sorry. They're on autopilot right now. And so because they're on autopilot, you do things that don't require thought, which is why we can walk and wave our arms and talk and, pl- and, and use our phones because walking is something we do by habit. It's, we do it on autopilot. We don't have to think about walking. And so in that same way, when you've been texting and driving so much, when you, every time you start a paper, you're always on your phone. When you've been doing that so much, it becomes a habit. So even when your mindset shifts, you still have to now put in the work to replace the habit and here's the mistake people make people feel like you can stop habits we don't stop habits you can't undo or take out the neurological pathways that you've created in your mind you can't just erase that they're always there for life but what you can do is create new ones that become stronger than the ones that you already have so it's like a lot of people, and I use pornography as an example, a lot of people try to stop pornography. They try to overcome pornography. When it's like, in your mind, you could be very well be over it. You could be done with it. But you're not just going to stop it because you've made it a habit. So you need to replace the habit, right? Using the Bible real quick, it talks about the person who was possessed and then the demon was cast out okay and then you know the guy did everything to do to get his life right but the demon came back with seven more demons even stronger to a what a house swept clean a empty house so what does that mean it means it's not enough to remove the vices and the things that are pulling your attention away you have to replace them so now when the urges and things come back there are already things in place there's no room for them So it's not enough to just stop watching porn. You have to replace it. It's not enough to just stop and say, I'm not going to text and drive. You have to replace that behavior. And this is where now the analogy of where I was using horse and blinders comes in so perfectly. Because now when you with horses, you put the blinders in and that keeps them focused on whatever is in front of them. So my challenge to you guys is take a list and write a list of your distractions, the things that are constantly pulling your attention away from what you should be focused on. 
Okay, and remember, not not all not all the time are they bad things. Sometimes you need your focus pulled away from something because because you're so focused on it, it's such a big deal. Because you're like, oh my gosh, this needle, oh my gosh, this paper's gonna be because it's such a big deal. That's sometimes why you can't even get it done. So sometimes you need that distraction. But in the instance where we're in, in the context of which we're talking about, let's start removing the distractions that are not helping us. Let's start removing the distractions that are taking our minds away from what we should be focused on. Those got to go. And what you need to do is start to apply blinders, meaning things that you're going to put that block you away from seeing anything else and keep you focused on what's in front of you. And so sometimes that means when you're doing schoolwork, turn off your phone. Sometimes that means when you're going to go out to dinner, leave your phone in the car. Start doing things that, oh, I'm going to trust myself Um, Instead of saying, I'm going to trust myself not to be distracted, just remove the distraction completely. Like at a certain point in my life, I got rid of my my PS4 because I just wanted to be more focused on my family, more focused on the work that I had to do. And when I felt like I had it more under control, then I was like, all right, you know, when the time comes, maybe I'll entertain that back in my life. So we could go on and on about this. But guys, I hope you got the lesson. I hope you guys got the focus. (sighs) Another episode of Cell Speaks. Y'all be blessed. And remember, share it with a friend, share it with a homie. Go out there, use your focus the way you want it to be used. Don't allow no distraction to pull you away from anything. Who knows? Maybe we might do a part two of this way later on. But I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope you guys got something from it. Be blessed. So it speaks.